brother, brothers. Oh yeah! It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a- Doesn't matter what you think! I lie! Oh, you didn't know? And I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. See, I just didn't stand. You just made the list. Bam! Welcome, welcome, welcome into WWE on Wiggle 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston, and I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, the killer, Cooper Prater. I had a crazy weekend. David Tennant is playing the Doctor again. <gasps> uh, CM Punk is on WWE television. The Ooh. universe has conspired to turn back into 2010, which awesome. I, I am fine with because that is the only time I've ever felt safe and secure in this world. So. <laughs> um, Noah, the natural Phillips. Brother, my back hurts. I'm being pulled off. So, you know, I'm turning into like... Start of Attitude Era, Sean Michael. You're Seth Rollins. <laughs> My back is His hurting. His smile is gone. <laughs> His smile is gone. And the new reigning, defending, undisputed WWE GL champion on the world, didn't even know it, Alex Houston. Well, um... To, to mark my new era as champion, uh, let's just keep it simple. Noah's got some stupid gimmick he's got to work on. Just get it over <laughs> with. I want my belts. Give them to me. No, you don't well, have your belts. I might have to hand over my gimmick killer title. That was <laughs> yeah. that, that was harsh. It was harsh. <laughs> Noah, okay, let's be pulling off here. Logan Hurston lost the belts. Not, All right, we do not, not know where happened. they are. You helped right, you them You left them it. in my truck. I cleaned out my truck. They were not there. <laughs> All right, let's break that down. They were not there. Okay, but yeah, sure. because I am such a generous man, Alex Houston, <laughs> I decided to go to the trouble of going all the way out to wherever they make belts and get two new belts made for the man <laughs> who broke me into the podcasting business, Alex Houston. So, without further ado, I hold in this bag not one, not one belt. There you go. There you oh, go. thank you. But two belts. He just stole the, the, the two same, belts. The, the exact the same. same. That's incredible. <laughs> the accuracy to the half-faded <laughs> sharpie. Hey man, hey man. I'm a, I, I'm, wait, I, wait, go, wait. I go to work with good people. Oh, it looks a little rough. Wait, <laughs> hey, I remember you distinctly saying when you win that you were going to get some WD-40. Um. Okay. Well, I didn't have the belts because they were stolen. As as you didn't bring WD forty with you. Um. I have a little bottle under the sink back home. Don't worry. We'll get that handled. Get that situated. But now that I've got the belts, if I may, someone get like the the spotlight going on. Um, you you have the lighting situation over there, buddy. <laughs> okay. There we go. You have the light. Um, more than one hat. You know, it's an emotional moment for me here. Not only because I did genuinely think that I did not win the belts and was so convinced I picked Chris Statlander because she's so cool. Um, but turns out I picked Julia Hart because she's cooler, I guess. I don't know. Pretty good show, though. Um, look, man. Depends. Shout out to uh, Tony Khan. He, we finally synced up. We got to also shout out to my main man, Swerve. Couldn't have done it without him, quite literally, I think. Um, and also that match was awesome. We're going to talk about that, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, I would say that I'm honored I would say that it's a privilege. I would say all these amazing things to follow in this great lineage of champions. But no, none of that is true. And I don't, I'm not honored. I'm not privileged. These belts are my birthright. I was carrying this belt with my name on it when you didn't even know what a bump was, brother. Can you, can you read your name on the um, belt? It says Da Kid on it, obviously. <laughs> um, Cooper was talking about 2010 when he felt safe. I was rocking this in 2009, brother. So let me tell you something about that. What's funny is canonically the other belt is Noah. So. Um, we're not talking about that when I'm like Roman Reigns, you know, where I got the two belts, but I don't care about one of them. Hey, pretend this is that blue belt. You know what I'm talking about? Like we, 
We don't care about the blue belt right now, do we? Okay. I, we okay. We've talked about this. We don't. Um, and additionally, um, I would like everyone to know that this was all part of my plan. Because um, obviously, um, the moment that I learned that I did not tie, but then unfortunately had been like, no, we should predict Survivor Series. I was like, wait. This is such a terrible calamity because there's no way I'm going to get two in Logan a row. Logan forgot. No, no, no. No, Logan. That's what you think. But do you really think Undisclosed Chicken Location gave you a double on their own? <laughs> okay. You think I didn't pull some strings behind the scenes and deliberately distract you? What's funny is Cooper did I, I sent in, in my predictions, predictions just in case. <laughs> and I did not get a response. I saw it and I was like... I, I don't have time to wrangle them two up on the Iron Bowl day. So I know Alex would just not send me predictions, and then we wouldn't have been able to do it. And and I mean I mean this in the nicest possible way uh, as well, and with all due respect, and to those listening, don't actually get concerned. But if um, I had to deal with, in, in, in the span of a few hours, Pepsi Phil returning, losing my championships, and the Iron Bowl, fellas, I don't know if you ever would have seen me again. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> we it, We've been in some dark days, but... We're back. I it would have been kind of funny if Alex won them and then immediately lost the belt. Yeah, um, it would have been like a house show. It's a house show change. Yeah. I I am not kidding. Uh, if that were to have happened, I wouldn't have never showed up here. The, again. What would you have picked? The rockers though? with the um, belts. Oh, I probably would have picked all of those. I think. Oh I, my no, god! No, no. Like I mean, so like I I thought Time the face the, the, the face men were gonna win war games, right? And I think Rhea was obviously gonna win. And then I thought Escobar winning made sense there because okay. like. It'd be bad if you make this big bad healing loses. So like, Escobar. Admittedly, I don't know if I would have picked um, the face women. I guess I wouldn't yeah. have either. There's, uh, I wouldn't have. there's there's some problems with the, the yeah, with some, yeah, some yeah. Uh, which we will get into. Which, and obviously, he would have picked the Miz because you know he's such a big Miz bar. Uh, yeah. no, uh, <laughs> Guthar is awesome. And <laughs> now it's it's Guthar. important. <laughs> it's important that I take this moment though, because uh, I'm not done. Obviously, um, to announce that, fellas, it's been real. It's been fun. But I've got to announce my retirement from WWGL. However, there is a catch. I'm only going to retire when you guys take these belts from me. So for really? those for those who want me wow. for those who want me off the show, Cooper, um, you're going to have to take <laughs> these belts from my cold dead fingers, and then I will retire off into the sunset Watch as your, all the great champions do. The best part is we have no more predictions, so you have to come back next That's semester true. at least. Oh, I mean, that's exactly why I'm doing it now. You think, <laughs> look, man, he knows he the 30 day defense anymore. rule doesn't exist anymore in wrestling, brother. I'm going to hold these belts I mean, until that's I how, die. That's how I got like the longest reigning is I didn't defend them for like two months until Rumble. So exactly. So you but, get it right before break, and you don't have to defend them for like forever. <laughs> it's for like the best deal ever. But actually, since AEW is doing one more pay per view, yeah, it's what December 28th, will, World's end. 30th, mm-hmm. 30th. Yeah. We will be tweeting those predictions. All right, so then. Alex may not come back next semester. <laughs> and, 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 and again, it's been real and it's been fun, man. So I can't. I got no complaints, you know. As but I've got Alex... the belts finally. This is why I've been so desperate because I've had this in pl- planned in my head so we're for like nine months. I could have lied to you, and then we would have to keep you on the show forever. Um, <laughs> yes, that's true. Right? Yes, unfortunately, but thank God for you, for all of our listeners, that that is not the case. Um, Alex's dementia almost kept him from winning the belts. That look, I was <laughs> so man. convinced I picked Chris oh, Statlander. I, I knew who you pick because I remember you going Julia Hart. Why not? She's cool. So that's the thing. That's so directly like, his quote that won him the belts was why not. So what's funny somebody is somebody who I'm pretty sure has also won a belt off of why not. <laughs> I, I think that's a, Cooper that's understands. A I appreciate strategy. that. Plus the funniest thing, and this is something that I didn't tell you, Logan, is that so and Noah, you weren't watching the show with us, so you wouldn't know this because you had plans. Um, 
Um, hey, 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 hey. All right. Um. Anyway, so so uh, during the match, we're trying to remember what your what your predictions were because Cooper, Logan, and myself are all there. So we're like, oh, we picked this person. We're like, wait, who did Logan pick for? Or not Logan? Who did Noah pick for that match? And I go back to listen to it, and I listen to Noah's prediction. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, and pause it, forgetting that I made the prediction 15 seconds later. And if I just kept listening for 15 seconds, I would have known. But it's like, no, we figured it out. And I obviously picked Chris Statlander, obviously, of course. Anyway, um, I have the belts. Shout out Tony Khan. You may be going down, but you at least gave me the belts one more time, man. That's all I got to say. One more. The only time. Retire on top with one championship. Hey. Hey, you, you, know. still, you still have some catching up to do to, you know, the winner's circle over here. That's right, yeah. Two dude, times. Come, come up here when three you're three-time. Time. Three okay, time. okay. Um, but he can't do that because he's going to retire yeah. uh, at the Rumble. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, this is my last episode, and then leave with the belt. No. If you would have done that, I would have spent money on, like, a really good Spoken belt. Spoken like a true CM Punk, Mark. Uh, well, <laughs> um. Speaking uh, of CM Punk. <laughs> oh, dear. We want to get the elephant out of the room. Yeah, we got why not? five minutes. Yeah, sure. CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. Fragile Seth Phil. Rollins freaking out. Um, I think we're getting worked into his shoes. I, 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 don't, I don't care about that. No, um, yeah. <laughs> who cares? Okay. <laughs> so some context. Uh, yeah. Let's wait before <laughs> we before we get into this. I want to state since everyone you know obviously can't see us. Cooper is wearing a CM Punk Larry shirt. I'm wearing shirt. the Punk that shirt that I bought at uh, the one <laughs> right and, before the he last, got fired. <laughs> the last AEW show that CM Punk will ever wrestle in it's the true. United States. Um, so yeah, featuring uh, the the greatest dog in the history of dogs. The doll. Um, so uh, that that's the context for where I'm coming into this conversation from. Uh, so I'm so tired. <laughs> you guys, I, I, so, I feel that. I'm so tired. Um, to to be, I okay. So I, I immediately after this thing happened at Survivor Series, I went on to uh, YouTube to find all the wrestling podcasts that, that I listen to <laughs> because this is, this is the type of person that I am. See what they all thought about it. Uh, because I can't form my own opinion without first of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> other people's. Um, so uh, the Russell Talk one, I think it was Ollie Davis said that being a CM Punk fan is kind of like being a Weezer fan in <laughs> the year of, of 2023, where it's like, you know, That's against your better judgment, every single time, even if it's just for a moment, you're like, oh. Oh, it, it it might happen again. They might they might have that that defining run, that defining moment again. And then, either in the case of Weezer, the album drops, or in the case of Punk, <laughs> he wrestles for another year. The injury and, drops, <laughs> and you're like, uh, okay, well, you know, I uh, we'll we'll always have 2010. <laughs> you know, hey, we'll always um, have the MGF feud. Yeah, yeah, in the MJF feud and the Eddie Kingston feud and yeah. most of his AEW run aside from the last like year or so. Hangman match is fine. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, but no, you know, like, uh, if I'm WWE in this situation, um, I mean, I'll take the victory lap, um, which <laughs> they certainly are doing right now. Hard victory um, lap. That that presser. And the subsequent uh, tweet that uh, Paul put out. Hell froze over. Indeed. Um, But, uh, you know, like, 
I just and he said, you know, I'm a different person. Punk's a different person. I, I don't I don't know that, that either of those statements are true necessarily. Um, Trish might be a different person. I don't think Punk is a different <laughs> yeah. person at all. Yeah. He's proven that. So I mean, as long as they understand that they're kind of playing with fire in this situation, uh, which I I assume they have to, and yeah. that they are actively putting in place you know measurements to safeguard against any potential uh, incidents. Um, they just bring Brock back just in case. Right, right. I mean, yeah, in in, in case of emergency, break the glass and have... Uh, <laughs> the Ryback. The real glass? Yeah. Real, real glass? Real, real, more. more. Yeah. Break real glass and get Punk out of there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know... <sighs> oh. It's, it's just such a, like, crucible... This is a, a term I, I learned in screenwriting. Thanks, Connor. Um, <laughs> a, a crucible of uh, combustible elements. Yes. That I, I, I think will, if nothing else, be very interesting. It will make it must see from from make, a, from an outsider's perspective. It'll make some money. Don't worry. It'll it'll make a lot of money. That's not at all what I care about. I care about good wrestling. Yep. And I think that it has the potential to result in good wrestling but not enough potential that it necessarily makes me personally more interested in the entirety of the WWE product. It just makes me more interested in the same thing that everybody's interested in when it comes to punk, which is the backstage stuff. And so, yeah. I mean, if they want that to, to you well, know, and promos. be part of the focus of their show, then, then cool. If not, then, you know, I think the, this signing will, will, Go down interestingly. <laughs> the moment will live on forever. Um, I will say a funny. But will it though? I don't know. Like it just it's just the thing that it happened in general. Even if it's terrible, just like the idea that it happened. Is I mean, crazy. Kind of. I don't know, man. It's the most liked tweet it's... on WWE's Twitter for a reason. Wait, uh, I will say one funny tweet from Trevor Dame. He says Punk's finally gonna get that um, dream match with Steve Austin, but then he's going to freak out and run backstage <laughs> and here's the glass shatter. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> nice. um, oh, man. With that being said, I'm we'll sure continue. we have more thoughts, but we're going to go to a quick PC break, and we'll hit you with more CM Punk discussion after these brief messages. Welcome back to WWE on Week 91.1 FM. CM Punk, Chick Magnet, Chicago made. Charles Montgomery. <laughs> Charles Montgomery Punk. <sighs> um, Alex, you haven't had the floor and I know you have a lot of words. I really don't actually. Really? Um he's stunned. Like, no, no, not even, not even actually. Um it's like imagine all of Cooper's feelings, right? And imagine on top of that you don't care, right? Like cuz that's the thing is like <laughs> right. I I don't own a CM Punk t-shirt. I don't I've never considered myself a huge fan of him in general. And that's just cuz we like I never like got it really. And even then <clears throat> when I did it was really awesome, and then the Fed ruined a lot of things as they tend to. But I, I just never was a huge, huge fan of CM Punk from the jump anyway. And then all that stuff and whatever. And I just, it's just like he just lost his luster for me almost. Like there's only so much I guess I can take of someone behind the scenes just being like just a diva, I guess, <laughs> and just being and and that's that's who he is, and like that's. That's why a lot of people like the guy for whatever yeah, reason, and, and, and it's always been who he is. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You, know, it's, you go no, back. He's and, always been. That. You go back and listen to like 
interviews from people from like PWG, yeah, you know, yeah. Ring of Honor, talking about like how like Kevin Owens talking about how like you know Punk would get onto him backstage and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, no, yeah, he's always been like that, and that's why I think it's like interesting to certain people. And plus, he keeps like more high ground. The problem is, in certain instances, he keeps so much more high ground. In certain, yeah, like it captivates people. I think part of it because I mean, like Straight Edge and his oh, views yeah, yeah, on yeah. many things that wrestlers are especially stupid to. You know. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. I mean, he's. It he seems. I'll. I'll say this. Like, you know, if if we ever like had a conversation about like politics or whatever, like me and Phil, we probably agree on a lot of stuff. You know, we'd probably yeah. be be like pretty tight on on that front of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can. Have have that and still acknowledge that like, as a as a per- like he's probably not a cool hang. I'll tell you that. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Just say, he's burned a lot of bridge and he does not care how many more he burns because he you know, yeah. it's from what I from what I've read and you know what I've seen in yeah. my lifetime. And, and I also have to say I think what we talked about with the hypocrisy is something that really came to my mind first when it happened was because like, cause especially because of the way that. AEW wrote it as well like they're like we're the real show or whatever which is all well and good I'm not going to tell them not to write it that way but so therefore you're saying that you're real and therefore what you're saying on the air is real so therefore this company that you just ran back to after you got kicked out of another company for being stupid and signed a three-year part-time contract with a bunch of money and whatever and apparently TNA was trying to get him and then they were like oh WWE's got that money um, <laughs> there was no way. Unless now now it's he. He ran back to that company that he basically said was pathetic and pitiful, and said it, it was it was second class because that. I mean, that's what he implied. With he also the, said that it was killing him. Yes, oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. So he, <laughs> oh, went, no. back, he went back get, to those. Guys. You can't get better <laughs> in the place where you got sick at in the first place. This is direct. Yeah. Work. Yeah. That's that's great. So again, it just feels disingenuous, and it, and the problem is is that it. It'll almost feel antithetical to it. I think that's the right use of the word to his character if he doesn't come out and bash AEW. But if he does come out and bash AEW, that's stupid. But the problem is, it like that's the character that he has portrayed now is the guy that will go on Monday Night Raw tonight. I don't know what he did. I I don't. I've watched it. Main event. So but, he'll be he'll be coming out whenever we're finished. Yeah. The show. I don't know if he'll like bash AEW, but it'll feel odd if he doesn't. Yep. But the problem is he shouldn't. So it's like it's a no win situation, and I'm, I'm sure. It's all going to work out because they're going to do uh, work with Seth Rollins or whatever and blah, 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 whatever. It's a two-for-one mania. Make a and, lot of money. And and they're going to really, I think, you know, they can cleverly lean into the fact that a lot of the locker room doesn't like him. Yep. Noah? Um, my biggest thing is, like, I obviously CM Punk is a hypocrite going back <laughs> to the Fed. I, obviously in that fact. But I do think to play complete devil's advocate, there is a little bit of a difference between that locker room and that environment back in 2013, right? 2014. 2014, where it yeah. was Vince McMahon constantly rewriting shows and it wasn't the greatest product in the world. And Vince was trying to kind of go back to his older ways of pushing bigger, stronger guys like Roman Reigns. Ryback. Ryback, yeah. Make Roman look good. Exactly, brother. <laughs> but now with Triple H, I do think there is enough – of a difference to where it at least makes sense on paper. I don't think it makes sense in reality for him to go back. I think he just loves it now too much, and he can't go back to AEW and a place that's going to pay him enough money and have enough people to where it really matters for him. But I think he fell in love with the business to where he can go back and be with Triple H and be happy and put on some good matches because, I mean, he is a great talent. He can make you buy a ticket because of a promo – 
and he can make your company a lot of money, and I think he's going to do that for WWE, and it's going to very least be entertaining, which is what uh, world wrestling entertainment is, entertainment. I will make this as brief as possible. I am so split because part of me, I, like Cooper, I love him. For some reason, I don't know why still, but he captivates me. When he's on my screen, screen, I'm interested. But when I think of Punk as a person, like when he left WWE in 2014, he could have, if he really wanted to, like gone to any indie promotion, if he really loved wrestling, like Brian Danielson, Will go anywhere because he yeah. loves wrestling. That Brian, Punk, Brian Danielson will wrestle in a bingo hall in front of five people. People and be happy. Punk will not be happy. He wants the money, and that's why he left for seven years and didn't even come to AEW when it was for me. He came after two years of success, and he was like, "Okay," and they gave him a buttload of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and in so, that meantime, he returned to the Fed like on TV for like well, whatever. No, not, he did their little backstage. He did a backstage thing on Fox. Yeah. So it wasn't really. It was Fed affiliated, but it was mainly Fox. It wasn't okay, really. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but like with that. You know, that part of me is like, he loves it, but he only loves it so much, you know? He loves it as long as he can be the star. The, 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 star. Right, the face of it. Yeah, the face of it. And so, like, that kind of irks me. At the same time, it's like, that's what you're getting when you get punk. I think it's an interesting move. I'm very, I'll be watching the Raw segments whenever he's on for sure, even if Raw's terrible. Um, yeah, even though I'll, I think I'll Raw's been pretty the, good the last. The, I'll catch the YouTube clips. Of I'll him. say this sure. Raw's been kind of focused, they've been doing a lot better focus. Last couple weeks on both shows. I mean, Raw still shouldn't be three hours, mm-hmm. but um, they're doing what they can. They're doing what they can. Um, my main thing is again like the hypocrite thing because like again he said, let's let's run down. Um, I, I wish I could say the company's better when Vince McMahon dies, but his his daughter and his doofus son-in-law are gonna take over. Call Direct quote <laughs> in his biggest promo ever. Um, you can't go back to a company that makes you sick. Um, talks about in the MGF promo where he's going to go to WWE and get the blood money in Saudi Arabia, which he – if he goes to a Saudi show, it's over. It's over. He is. Um, <laughs> go yeah. go so have your you, main yeah, event you and your buy one, on. get one free WrestleMania, which he's probably going to main event night one, not night two with Seth. Right. Like, there's no way he's facing – if he faced Roman, that would be crazy. That would be, like, the craziest <laughs> ploy of all time. We're making money, brother. That uh, that might actually get me cheering for the bloodline, man. I swear, uh, I, I can't wait till Solo Samoan spikes him back into retirement. Just imagine that story's if, gonna have to wait. Just imagine <laughs> if if uh, Punk ended Roman's reign, though. That would be crazy. Yeah, it's I mean, not gonna. Yeah, it would it's never. Gonna, it's not gonna happen. It's it would like never happen. Get that, get that thought well, out of your mind. No, well, no, what, no. What, what would a good would, old Vince say? There's no chance in something. Yeah. It would never happen. But just imagine the pandemonium. That right, happen, right. That happened. And like, look, man. Um, on one hand, the hypocrisy thing. Um, nobody should care about it because he's a wrestler. And yeah. <laughs> like all wrestlers are carnies and are, will lie to you for like a million bucks. Well, all wrestlers will lie to you for like five bucks. I'll lie like, to you for a dollar. Yeah. So like, <laughs> no, no one will lie to you for free. That, that is, that's the thing. Like I get your money, whatever. Like I get that. But in his case, it is interesting because he has purposefully cultivated a anti-establishment persona yes. around himself and has portrayed himself as somebody who sticks to his guns, right? Regardless of before, like two days ago, say anything you want about Punk, he sticks to his guns. He, he knows when he thinks he's right and when you're wrong, and when, when, when you're wrong, he's not going to have anything to do with you and yada, 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 right? Um, so, and now he, you, you can't say that. Anyway. No. Um, and hey, man, like, he's he's getting up there. 
So yeah, it, and he's rich, and being rich does stuff to your head, and so you know makes people far less caring about other things, even if it is their own public image that they've cultivated over years and years and years. Um, so, uh, but but even though it's that is something that I don't think we would be talking about with any other no I wouldn't no case of somebody going from one company to another. We wouldn't say that, that about like I don't know if even if like Seth Rollins, who's like such a hardcore like company guy, jumped over to AEW tomorrow. I wouldn't bet. I don't think I don't think the argument would be about how much of a hypocrite he is, you know, because he he even though he has said defamatory stuff about AEW before, that is not the persona that he has built around himself exclusively and like has made his central defining trait. So, yeah, um I don't know, it's just it's just a weird peek into the the thought processes and and psyche of a jilted bitter 40 year old like you know that's... yeah and and i also think it really is damaged by the way the journey that was here it's not like he went to AEW like and started it and helped it grow because like imagine if jericho decides to like hey i'm done with AEW. i'm gonna like have one last six month swan song in wwe and it's like hey okay that's funny right whatever yeah. like it, the fact is it's what cody did it's not that he couldn't <laughs> hack it but he got kicked out of a former company and then just ran on back to another company that had more money and i think that's very damaging it's not like he spent some time there and said all right i'm i'm a grown person now i'm ready to forgive paul hunter Levesque, whatever the heck his name is mm-hmm. and and move on he he got fired and then was like Money's pretty cool, actually. And, and he did catch <laughs> right. the bug of having a bunch of people adore because I think Which is interesting I, because one, he didn't need to go anywhere. Yeah. If if the money was a concern yeah. for him. No. Which I, I you know, I don't think I don't think the money is the concern. I think the concern is him being the face of yeah. His version of wrestling, whatever that is, that means to him. You I, know, he tried to call. They gave him his own show <laughs> like, <laughs> for him did. to be the face of wrestling. Collider, they did. You know? They so, did. So like um yeah, I I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's I, I think it's also personal to him. I think um, he views what happened to him and AEW is wrong. I'm not saying yeah, for sure. I'm not sure saying it that it yeah, but um, I think he wants to go make a statement in the Fed. I just say this: yeah. you're not seeing. I'll, I'll be interested in what he says. Cause I don't think you're gonna see. I don't think he's gonna like really shoot an AEW or anything like that. No, no, no. Um, I mean, like, Tony Khan was like, I can't say anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. you'll you'll get a veiled little like innuendo kind of thing. For I'm it. one Bill Phil. Yeah, he might call himself one Bill Phil. I'm going to make Hunter fear for his life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dana White calls me or whatever, right, <laughs> the guy for right. TKL. So I saw uh, somebody, if I may, tweet this one thing that said, all right, if I'm Tony Khan, what do I do? I open up AEW on Wednesday with Eddie Kings to give him a hot mic for 30 minutes and force Punk to break his NDA the next week, which could probably happen. But um, That is unironically correct. <laughs> and um, it would be awesome. Hey, Eddie's the boy, man. Speaking of, we're going to have to go to a quick PSA break. When we come back, it's full gear time. Get them gears rolling. Two words. Texas oh. death. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's real craps. Blood was drank. I hope uh, they have, have uh, very rational responses to that. I hope they're vaccinated, <laughs> yeah. man. Um, I'm, sure they, I'm sure they got that cleared. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, Nana was put through a table. Cinder blocks. Um, tables, barbed wire, staples. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Unintentional barbed wire in the eye. Doors? Ooh. Didn't they use a door? 
Um, or two by no, four. They didn't use. There's like a yeah, like a big wooden board. Yeah, yeah, because because you, you said they're going GCW style because they set it up on the chairs. Yeah, GCW style. Oh yeah, you did a 450 on the barbed wire chains. Board. Yeah, the chains. Um, little kid pictures. Um, or little. little Pictures of Hangman, Hangman's drawing, son, like, like kids, little like kid drawings, drawings. Yeah. little kid drawings. That's that's what I meant. That that was moving on. Moving on. We're talking about drawings the Texas Death Match between Swerve Strickland and Hangman Page. By the, the way, the coolest match of all time. Ten out of ten. Yep. Let's just say it made uh, advisor Billy Ferris very uncomfortable. I mean, awesome. good, awesome. It was, it was great. Awesome. Best match of the card. For by oh dude by such a long Swerve's mile. A star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swerve's and awesome. Hangman's got his mojo back. Yeah. Even though he lost. Well, I mean, that's that's the funny thing, <laughs> is that Hangman is in a perpetual state of being like consistently the most like over and most uh, you know so story heavy focused talent on the card. True. And yet still uh, being considered in the eyes of the fans as being low on the totem pole <laughs> so i don't necessarily you know we say like uh, oh hangman's you know got his mojo back but i don't know <laughs> like bro he got hulked up on uh, with him putting staples in another man and that other man hulked up on him he is not i don't care about that dude man like he lost get him out of the tv he's a shut loser up, he shut is up, all man. get him out the tv make well, swerve i don't think he's gonna be on tv on. for a while especially with the continental classic right continental classic happened Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't Real see graphs. that. I'm, I'm loving this uh, sports-based um, presentation. What else we want to talk about? People like to Jay White, say. MJF was, you know, split, split. Polarizing. Split. Polarizing. Yeah, people really hate MJF it. apparently tore his labrium on the uh, top rope Uranagi spot. Say he's still going to wrestle, but he's almost certainly dropping that belt to Joe at uh, World's End now. Almost certainly? Well, he basically got MRI and tweeted out. He said, I'm, I, my labrium's torn. But I'm still wrestling at World's End. I'm going to beat you, Joe. It could be that. It could have been the cutter on the outside. It could have been the elbow onto just the mat. Who knows, man? He probably yeah. he probably got multiple injuries not even talking about. Yeah. I, I, I think he was already banged up going into that match. Right. Not storyline-wise. Like, he was, you know. Yeah. Other than storyline-wise. The, uh, the, the main event match, um, speaking of, be, of being divisive, we were divided about it uh, yeah, the, day, the day of when, when we watched it. Yeah. Um, I quite liked it, quite personally. I, it was good soap drama, but I wish, yeah. you know, I was fine with it. I think they did a little bit too much, um, as as Noah would love, uh, WCW booking before the match. Yes, I, I think that's I, what I really set me. I think if MJF would have beat him normally and like he's just working injured, that's fine. But like them basically being like, oh, MJF can't wrestle, and then him coming back and basically just like winning off a ring shot to me just felt kind of if not I'm not going to say as Alex says in the mu- toilet or whatever but how like, dare it, you forget my iconic line that has been printed on t-shirts across this country is it in the mud it's in the toilet oh in my the god toilet. i said in the toilet wait but uh, but then you asked you stuttered if it was guys in the mud. thank you thank you okay. continue well whatever <laughs> it was i don't think he's directly in there but like it doesn't look great when he has, like, all the help in the world and he still can't. I mean, like, I guess I understand, like, certain people have to lose and stuff like that. But I, and like yeah, MJF was just a better cheater that night. Yeah, I don't That's know. Uh, I, I'll uh, say this, because uh, Logan— one, one cheater against another. So. <laughs> you, you, and I, you and I agreed on that ending, and I thought um, even for the— um, 
and this was just me looking back at the match and like moderately nitpicky about the Hangman Swerve match. I thought the ending could have been done a bit better because half time, I think when it first happened, we were like, "Oh, did Swerve let him go?" And then it turned out the Hangman like passed out. Yeah, that that could have been done a bit clearer. But anyway, that's beside the point. With this one, I was really surprised at the negative reaction the style itself receives on top of whether we think it's overbooked or not. People just hate well, the soap opera level to it, and I don't. In my opinion, the beauty of wrestling is that you can have everything. You can have Swerve Strickland and Hangman Page shoot each other in the head in the middle of one match, and then later on the show <laughs> have the greatest like drama. And it was a funny thing where we all were like, this is too much, this is too much. And then 50 minutes in, Cooper's like, we in? And I was like, we are in! Right, yeah. Cause, and I just I think that's what makes wrestling so awesome, because it can do all of those things at once, and it can have a show like you can have a guy get thrown through some glass, then a Michael Jackson impersonator wrestling. It's the greatest thing ever. And in particular, and, I think that's what makes indie shows like like the one that we went to, yes. and a lot of AEW shows so good is that mix of styles. Because there's a, the other big show this weekend where that wasn't the case, exactly. and I yeah. was very bored. So. Well, I'll say this, and the reason why I think some people online didn't like it, and the what seven percent of fans that Twitter is is basically, you know, that's basically the style you'll get from, like, big main event. Like, that's a Roman match. Like, it's it's not exactly, but, like, it's similar to, like, kind of Super Cena, you know, Roman style of, like, booking and, like, interference and, you know, the, the baby face Yeah, overcoming. but, like, that's not inherently a bad thing. Though. It's not a bad thing, but for certain people, as they see AEW as the alternative, they don't see... They don't want any really WWE style. They're fine with and certain things. I think things. that that's silly. <laughs> I think that's but a I think silly that's why view to have. <laughs> part of, you know, I think the match was fine. I don't know. I was expecting a little bit different from them, too. Um, I don't know why. Like, they're, they're two I wasn't wily, the- crafty heels going up against each other. And I just didn't like, like the injury angle, personally. I, and I agree with that. I think the all the injury stuff beforehand, on like the pre-show and, and having Adam Cole, like, yeah. be his proxy, like, you don't need that. For sure, take take all that away. You um, can you can definitely take it away, but I will defend why they did it. They had to have some sort of pop after watching a man get stapled on like, in front of them. How do you the pop staple, for anything the else? The got a massive pop. What the are you talking no, about? No, after, no, he, he, he's, he's talking about like how Triple H and Randy Orton had to follow like the Shawn Michaels Undertaker match and oh, he was dead because okay. yeah. you can't follow okay. the hot okay. spot. Like, basically, I guess yeah. you have to do a Steve Austin but ambulance they, spot. Yeah, to you get a pop. But no, no, no. The but energy's the, you out. You weren't there, though. They had a match in between those two matches. Wasn't it? Um, where, yeah, they, yeah. Had a, they had the breather match. The Golden, the golden Jets. Jets. The yeah. breather uh, match. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, Alex went out to get something to eat on Hey, that man, match. Wendy's she was did. hitting it that yeah. hour. Um, I'll say this. I, I do agree, Cooper, because I've always felt this, and, and we've talked about it before. Um, obviously, I'm not the ideal AEW fan in, in a certain sense, but when I think of alternative, I think of it like how you just said it, Cooper, with this past weekend with the Survivor Series, where... I see it as an alternative to get everything because the Fed is so streamlined, for better or for worse, for sometimes it works for them, other times it doesn't, but you're going to get the same product. And I think, like to me, an alternative is something that I can see a Texas Deathmatch and then see the soap opera and see a Julia Hart, Chris Statlander, and... Who was the third person? Oh, Sky Blue. Sky That's Blue. who Sky was. Blue. Sorry, that was I, a great match. Yeah, you can have that kind of match, and you can also have the Tony Storm match, and it's such a tag team match. And, exactly, and the diversity of those styles is why I really – this was my favorite AEW show that I've seen so far. 
admittedly, which I know is a hot take because a lot of people don't actually feel that way about it. But for that's that's because who I am and what the kind of fan I am. But I really enjoyed it because there was a nice mix of everything, and there were two women's matches on the card, so automatically it shoots well up above well everything other one I've seen so far. Um, but and, anyway, and both of them had but angles. I well, will, they had storylines. Yeah, let me let yeah. me defend this real quick when you were talking about Survivor Series. I will say this for mixing styles. This is probably the most fed show that has mixed styles a little bit because you had a traditional um, lucha match between Dragon Lee and Santos. That's not Dragon Lee needs to get some. I mean, it was a good match, man. I mean, yeah, but like, I, 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 that's the that's the thing about just the presentation of WWE having it like you can have even like the most hardcore like indie rific dude in there. But because of all the stuff around him, it just feels so like corporatized and okay. and sanitized that like I just feel like the they're, they're holding ad. back. Yeah, the, all the ad advertising around. It. Like I just feel like they're holding back all the time. That's fair. I mean, I thought the matches were paced pretty well. I mean, like you were gonna get what you're gonna get with War Games. War Games is War Games. You know, you're gonna get that pretty similar feeling in every match. I feel yeah. like both men's and women's were pretty good. I mean, not as good as last year. I not, think not, not by long shot. Not not decision wise. Like I think. Damage control for sure should have gone over. I got some big problems. Like with those that's the, the heels. Well, let's though. talk about that. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Insane. Insane that you would. I don't know. I, I don't know. First of all, the the fan vote thing to determine yeah, who got no. the advantage. Terrible no. idea. Why would you ever have the babyface team with the advantage in a war games no. match? And also, yeah, it doesn't help that I'm sorry. All of the, all of the people, all the women on that face team, I don't care a thing in the world about. Any yeah. any of them, I don't know who they are. I don't know what they want. I don't they're know what their deal is. They're not a cohesive unit. They're not. A, they're not a unit. Especially since the whole time they were teasing um, Becky and Charlotte, and like Charlotte should be mad at like every single person that match. Exactly. They all have beef, or or should have beef with each other. They have, and that's why they should have lost. It was perfect storyline wise. And and it doesn't help, especially that right now, damage control is just cool. Like they're just they're just so cool. yeah. Like it, look at them. They're awesome. Uh, and EO had the best spot of the night. EO had the had the best spot of maybe the weekend. Like it was crazy. <laughs> the dude. trash can man, come yeah. on, well, come on. The- and the police system, come. I mean, come also, on. What are you gonna uh, do? Kyrie walking to the ring instead of running, doing yeah, the pirate marching. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, so good. Hey, I really perfect. do wish they. I actually forgot. I didn't check the results, and I watched the highlights. I was like, oh, I'm sure they won because that spot was really cool. And then I I checked it right before I, we got here, and I was like, oh no. Um, no, I thought no, the men's no. match was fine. I thought the Randy pop was cool. I mean, as much as Randy doesn't do it for you, I thought it was it's just cool seeing him back especially for a while, you know, saying that he wasn't gonna come back. Mm. And then the Gunther Miz match, you know, I mean it Gunther does a good match in his sleep, you know, even yeah. with someone like the Miz who isn't like the greatest performer of all time, he can make people I mean, I I was if if the Miz beat Gunther for that title, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't see me on this podcast. Right. Um, that's, but, that's the other, that's a whole other and then, can of worms. You know, I'll say this about that: I think Gunther's admittedly on autopilot because I think they're kind of waiting until they can move him. Yeah. No, some some big babyface underdog story needs to beat him because he's Hell been yeah. so dominant, and it and it needs to happen because I think that's exactly where he's at right now. But unfortunately, right now it's just kind of all right. You're you're a four star match machine. Let's just put you out there, mm-hmm. and you'll keep doing it every time, and then eventually it'll be worth it again. But yeah. right now, they're just kind of trying to drag him to mania, yeah. I think. They, they had something really, really hot with Sheamus, and then it was Chad a bunch Gable. of filler, and then it, it was Chad, Gable. and then now there's we're in this other lull period where there's kind of a bunch of filler. Um, so great matches, just, you know, you know he's not going to lose. Yeah, yeah, but they're great purely because of him. 
and they yeah. but they all and they all, and they have the same problem that Rhea Ripley's matches have, which is like I know for a fact that the Miz is not taking this belt. I man, know for give a fact the Miz that, some flowers, man. No, the Skull Crusher finale was you pretty know. cool. He almost got it, uh, brother. Uh, he did a flip, man. What? I think Ilya. I think they're waiting until Ilya. Which comes could be the case, there, and, so. and I'll I'll take that happily. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be great. Yeah, give, give them thirty minutes of mania, please. For sure. Oh my gosh, I've got it. Um, obviously, CM Punk sends Seth Rollins into retirement, gets the belt. He's like, I've done it. I finally done. It. And then Gunther chops him into oblivion <laughs> right on live television. He dies. See, no. Realm. All right, I got it. We we all right. They love their graphics. I've got it. So he chops him, and then we see the Cobra Commando tat. Tattoo, hop into the one corner. He chops him again. The Pepsi logo goes another corner. Wait, wait, wait. The greatest gimmick of all time, Gunther, is the tattoo killer, apparently. I don't know, man. I've got thoughts here. I got you one even better. We have to go to PSAs. No! Welcome back to WBG on Wiggle 91.1 FM. We have a couple minutes left here, and we're going to talk about AEW, Rampage, Dynamite, you know, run that down. Continental Classic time. Woo. Woo-wee. Do you like G1s? <laughs> you know I love them. We have a G1 at home. <laughs> yeah. Mini G1. Mini G1. Um, less rigorous of a schedule onto the men's body, and yet I bet they'll get more injured. But probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Not used to it. Yeah. You'll, you'll for sure see, um, I don't know, Danielson just like hobbling out on like crutches <laughs> with like a, a, that a full body cast. Digger. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm actually, I'm kind of digging it so far. Um, I think it helps that they they did not short out uh, on the participants in it, no. uh, which they have had a tendency to do as of late with their big tournaments. Like I know the full gear title eliminator last year um, was a little sparse on talent. Yeah, the, I think Grand Slam had a tournament uh, leading up to that too. That was like Joe had and like Roddy and yeah, it had Joe and Roddy, but then it also had like. I don't know Isaiah Cassidy or somebody like somebody you know. crazy, yeah. Um, so Jeff Hardy or, or Ethan whatever. Page or something like that. Yeah, um, people who are not like you know even main like event mid card even you know. Um, so, but this time the leagues are pretty stacked with count with talent. I'm gonna try to find them uh, real. I can quick I can here. tell you who's in it. I can't. I think it's it's Rush. In Gold League, it's Rush, J.Y., Roosh, sorry. Roosh, J.Y., John Moxley, Mark Briscoe, um, blah, 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 blah. who else is in there? Uh, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal and, and Swerve. Swerve. Oh, yep. yeah, that's a main event right there, Jay Lethal. And then yeah. the Blue. Well, you got to have somebody to eat pens. Blue League. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like, you can, have, you can have one guy in there. That's fine. Blue League is Danielson, Claudio, Eddie, Garcia, Brody King, and I've forgotten. Andrade. Andrade. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, I mean, with those lineups, you're guaranteed to have, like, at least a, a handful of pretty, like, killer matches. Yeah. Like, hard-hitting, very technically proficient. Um, so, yeah, like I said, there's lethal. But you gotta have somebody to eat. But pens. I mean, Lethal's good hand. So. He's, yeah, he's 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 uh, you know he's the Randy Orton of. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good hand. Um, but I mean, everybody else here, I'm really excited to see. And the matches that they've had so far, um, I think have have set a good uh, starter tone mm-hmm. for it. That I think they can go up from, uh, n- with the exception of one. Uh, not all of them have blown me away. The one that did blow me away was really, really great. Um, Let me know what it is. I want to know now. So, uh, 
I think it started off with a gold leagues uh, on, on dynamite. dynamite. Yep. Uh, we had uh, John Moxley versus Mark Briscoe, um, which was the main event for Dynamite as yep. well. Man, Mark Briscoe, like he's one of those guys where when his matches start out, I'm not quite into him because I assume that he's going to lose for the yeah. most part. Um, and you know, but I, I love him as a character. Um, and then as it keeps going, I get into his kind of like underdog babyface kind of stuff, and and I, he makes me believe for just a second that he can do it, it right? Yeah. Um, and he did not get it this time. No, no. But no. I, I believed I was there. Um, he got hit with a nasty combo to end it too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, then we had, uh, well, I say then. This is not in chronological order. Yep. Uh, but then there was uh, Swerve and Jay Lethal, which is fine. Yeah. Um, it was a nice breather match for Swerve after uh, immediately Texas following death. Texas death. So I'm not, you know, going to complain about him taking it a little easy. Um, Swerve got the, the win on that one, as he should. Uh, I would be I would be I wouldn't be surprised if Lethal got zero points this whole thing, um, and that would be my preferred outcome. What if he What if he beats Moxley? <laughs> that, hey man, anything's possible, I suppose. Um, then we also had uh, Jay White versus Roosh, um, which Roosh 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 Roosh. He's really great. Um, push that guy to the moon. He's he's just such a like he looks incredible. Nobody looks like him. And, I l- yeah. I love the focus of two that Jay's like the most experienced because he's done four G1s. He's the most experienced. That's true. Uh, they focused on, on something that I had not picked up on quite yet until this match about Jay's character, which is that when he thinks that he is above his opponent, like in the case of the MJF thing, yeah, like he will try to just like toy with him for like mm-hmm. way too long, and that will end up costing him. When he's in with somebody that he thinks is equal, that is his equal, or that is is better than him, or more physical than him, he will run, and he will try every cowardly trick to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the dynamic they were playing before with that match. I thought it worked out really, really well. Um, and then uh, on Collision, uh, we had some Blue League matches, uh, just two. Um, it was Claudio Castagnoli and Daniel Garcia. Um, I mean, l- listen to those two names. Come on now. He makes you believe. You man. know, you know, you're gonna have a banger there. Um, he makes you believe. Garcia, man. He danced into his heart. You don't man. understand. They're playing this storyline. Go watch Garcia's promos recently. Yeah, his promo. He's basically, he's a really thing great is he's promo. like, I, you know, he's like, I, I keep losing, but he's not on like rampage. But uh, he's like, I'm gonna keep trying. Basically, it's like I don't even know if I believe myself, but I'm here to, you know. The ball out as hard as I can. So it's pr- I, I'm butchering it. You just gotta go out and watch yourself. All right then. All also, right. the uh, the Matt Menard promos Yo. and responses have been pretty killer too. Yeah. Um, I like this dynamic uh, where yeah Daniel Garcia uh, just pushes him aside and says, "Father, I must dance." <laughs> um, but uh, then uh, loose, baby. the I, I don't I, actually I don't think this was the main event of Collision, uh, but this was the match that yes, is on my match. That's what I thought. The uh, Eddie King, uh, Eddie Kingston versus King. Brody King. Um, oh, dude, just like you know who won takes the takes the wind out of your lungs. Who? Guess Eddie uh, Kingston versus Brody King. Oh, um, well. Now keep in mind, Eddie Kingston's belts are on the line in this tournament. 
Oh, well, I'm guessing Eddie won. Brody. You would be wrong. What? <laughs> my my king? Brody won? Yeah. Well, he didn't yeah. win the belts. But the be- this, I know. His, you know. You know how it works. I, I think I do, but um, I'm glad I'm glad he did. Yeah, Eddie loses his first one, and it was that was a G1 match I've ever seen one for sure. After oh. wa- after watching the uh, tag team match at um whatever the pay per view name was that Full I've already gear. forgotten, Full Gear, I was like, wow, uh, Brody King's pretty cool. Oh and then yeah. Logan was like, you're gonna hate this movie, and then he put that dude through ladders. Like, no, I loved it. It was <laughs> awesome. Look, neck health is like serious until it's a really cool move. Then all bets are <laughs> off, guys. If he does that to Roddy, he might die. Oh, like, like, <laughs> just crumples into ash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but no, I like this. Uh, you know, this. I like the decision to have Kingston lose, even though Kingston is my boy. Yeah. Um, because you got to have um, every G one has to have the person coming up from behind. Uh, you know, kind of moments in it. It's like, oh well, you've gone so many matches, and you still got like I don't know, like two points. So you really got to ramp it up in these next ones. Um, and it looks like that might be the road that they're taking with Kingston. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets into the league finals. He probably won't get into the actual finals. Yeah. Um, because I think Danielson will probably take that. Um, I don't know because Eddie losing his belts before even getting to kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, you gotta give Danielson something, <laughs> True. right? So. Plus, Danielson aren't they can. giving? So they are triple crown. A new belt, though, right? Yes, yes. Um, we we don't have time. It's, <laughs> Sorry, well, 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 we we can we can run just one little thing. Uh, yeah, it's the the New Japan Strong, the Ring of Honor World, and then this new Continental Belt. We have. Oh, seen it okay, yet. okay, okay. Gotcha. They're revealing gotcha. it on the pay per view. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha, gotcha. Yep. All right. With that being said. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WABGL Week of 91.1 FM. That has been out for this week. We'll be back next week for our final episode of the semester. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at BioLoganHurst. You can follow Alex at Alex Houston. You can follow Noah at Noah underscore Phillips. Cooper doesn't have a Twitter, but Cooper, what would you like to say? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good night and good night. Bang. <laughs>